0: Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Okay, let's review just, just a tiny little bit last week when we, when we didn't quite get through And we started saying, you know, we've all heard the expression true love, but but what I would like to suggest, instead of finding true love, which has love as a noun, for us to commit on a daily basis, an hourly basis, a moment-by-moment basis, to loving truly, which makes love a verb or an adverb. In other words, an action word something I'm committing to do regardless of my circumstances instead of the mindset of oh I, I just need to find it somewhere or it's just going to drop in my lap, okay? Well, I do believe that 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 love can also be a noun and very profoundly so, but I think that's the end result that we don't have control over and our focus should be on it being an action word, a verb or adverb or adjective that I do and commit to in the present moment. And we said last week that there's kind of a three-step process that you need to go through to do that. Number one, you need to find the whole truth, not just part of the truth, not just the piece of the truth that you like or the part of the truth that fits with your fear-based programming, which is easy to do with on almost any topic, but to find the whole truth, whether it fits your beliefs in programming or not. And sometimes that takes some time. Number two, to determine what is the most loving result that I, that is win, 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 that I want to start walking in the direction of in my life, Uh, a a calling, um, a need, a true need in, in truth and love, not just a need in instant gratification. But what is that most loving end result as far as I can tell? Now, it may change halfway there, but what direction do I start walking in? What action in the present moment do I start taking toward that loving end result. And then number three, to in the present moment, do the action, the thoughts, the feelings, the beliefs, right now, in love, based on truth, walking and working toward the end result in truth and love. And that's the three-step process. But let me add a fourth one. The fourth one is... That while you're doing those three, you also need to stop any action process for anything in your life that violates those three. Anything about your day, any negotiation, any career issue, any relationship issue, any health issue, any entertainment or, 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 or something that feels good or getting pain to go away or lessen, anything in your life that works against the three-step process of finding the whole truth, determining at least as far as you can tell right now the the true love end result that you want to walk toward, and then number three, to start doing, thinking, feeling, believing, acting in truth and love, walking toward that thing, Right now, anything that is in opposition to that three step process, you need to stop. Now, that's easy to say, right? If it's a habit or an addiction or programming that goes back generations, that's why you've got to pull out the codes. It's why you've got to pull out the master key. It's why you've got to pull out the success codes. It's why you need to meditate every week on these principles that we talk about every week and let this become your new programming in truth and love, not what your great-great-great-great-grandparents may have believed about someone with a different skin pigmentation or a different socioeconomic level or a different religious inclination, but in truth and love, truly. And we we ended last week talking about how the end never justifies the means. Never. But sometimes the means may seem, and I emphasize the word seem, to be fear and falsehood based, when it's really the most loving, truthful choice. Occasionally, there may be a truth that only that person knows. They can't even explain it or articulate it. Or a love that may not seem like love to others. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, we can't judge Yes, we can judge if someone kills someone else in cold blood and their life was not in danger in order to, to steal a new uh, phone or computer that the action was wrong, But we but we can't judge the person. We can't judge why they did it in that moment. That's why we can't judge. And if I judge then that judgment internally is going to be applied to me as well, and I guarantee you I don't measure up to judgment, because the judgment is perfect truth and love all the time. And I flunked that test decades ago, and my guess is so of you. Even if someone is angry, it may be a righteous anger that is love and truth based. So, how in the world do you know? How can you know? Well, you may only know in hindsight. Over years or even decades, I can't tell you how many people in, in my younger life I judged. And years later, I would find out that I had totally misjudged. Missed it 180 degrees. Couldn't have been more wrong. Okay. Well, I need to learn from that and say, I'm not going to judge anymore, and I may only know the truth about these things in hindsight, maybe decades later. One of my favorite quotes of all time is from Gandhi, who says, if you look back on all of history, the way of truth and love has always won in the end. And he said, yes, for a time, tyrants and... and, and murderers and, and, and people who are living their life in fear may seem to win. They may seem to win for a period of time, but in the end, they always fall. In the end, the way of love and truth always wins. And then at the end of the quote, he says this, and I love this. He says, think about it. The way of truth and love always wins in the end. Another way, I think, maybe without having to wait the decades to know if something is love and truth based, is a peace that is beyond understanding. It doesn't make sense. In light of the circumstances, you shouldn't be in any peace going through this, but somehow this person is. Now, there's a fake peace also, and I've seen lots of people who exuded a peace, but it was a fake peace. I'm not talking about that. I'm not, I'm not talking about the peace that comes by effort, trying to appear peaceful. I'm talking about the person without the effort experiences an underlying foundation of peace, even in the middle of sorrow, pain, and and circumstances that are very hard to deal with. If acting in honor, and honor is how I define living in truth and love in the present moment, if acting in honor always wins in the end, then acting in any other way, other than honor, is guaranteed to lose in the end, even if for a time it appears to win. It's only an appearance, and it will turn into a loss, even if it's only internally, and no one ever sees it or recognizes it externally. And the end is the result that so many of us are seeking, that, that end result in truth and love that we're trying to walk toward. Well, think about this. The end, the means that you are violating if, if you're living or doing something where you're saying, well, the end justifies the means. Which is basically saying, I'm going to do something that I think is wrong, but, for, but it's for a good end result. Well, the end result has to be in truth and love if, if it is a good end result. If it's not in truth and love, it's not a good end result anyway. But let's assume that it is in truth and love. Does it make sense that you're going to get to a truth and love end result through fear, falsehood, What's in it for me? Instant gratification. No, it makes no sense. So we are justifying violating truth and love in order to get a truth and love end result. Ladies and gentlemen, it won't work. And the amazing thing to me is not that, The amazing thing to me is that nine out of every ten people that come to the healing codes that came to me in counseling and therapy that I talk to and work with are living their life as if it would work, as if they could live in fear, falsehood, and darkness in the present moment and still somehow get to a truth and love end result. The end justifies the means, but it won't work. You're guaranteed, if you do that, that you will not win in the end, that you will end up with a fear, falsehood, illness, disease, destroyed relationships, end result. So the end justifying the means never works and always fails in the end. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying this to me more than I am to you. How dumb is it to do something that you know in advance will end in failure? There is always a love-based and a fear-based action and belief in every situation. There's both. And it's your choice, the one that you choose. There is always a win-win-win solution, even if it doesn't seem win-win to other people involved. Because this mindset includes mindset and heartset, the spiritual, not just the physical. And the spiritual means an eternal perspective, not just a physical of this world perspective. The spiritual also means eliminating reasoning based on pain equals bad and pleasure equals good. And based on cause and effect. You reap what you sow. The fact that, that this includes the spiritual means it doesn't necessarily have to be cause and effect. You do good, you get good. You do bad, you get bad. You do bad, you get bad. You do do bad, you don't get good. You do good, you don't get bad. But when you choose to live in grace, plugged in to the source from an inward state of love, joy, and peace, you can do wrong and still get good. That's grace. And this, and finally number 3, because it includes the spiritual, it means miracles. Things that you can't justify by logic and reason or explain. Act in honor And even though it may not appear to be win-win, it will be. And the end will always show that. Act in any other way, and it will not be win-win, even if it appears to be at the time. And in the end, you will see that as well. Okay. Okay. So, what I would ask is that over this holiday season, as you pray, as you meditate, that you consider these things. Are you living to find true love? Maybe it will fall in my lap today. Or, are you living to love truly? moment by moment, every situation, every relationship, every problem, are you living that the end justifies the means? And so in the present moment, I'm not necessarily going to act in truth and love or honor. I'm going to act maybe in fear or falsehood. And all of us do this from time to time. You'll never do it perfectly. I'm talking about your intention Or are you going to say, you know what, it does not make sense that I can get to a true love end result from an action and process in the present moment that's in fear and falsehood. And doggone it, I want to end up in truth and love. So I'm going to quit acting in fear and falsehood. I'm going to get out the master key. I'm going to get out the healing codes. I'm going to start meditating daily on these principles of truth and love and reprogram my heart, spirit, soul, and mind and energy. And that will filter over into your body. And I'm going to live in the present moment in truth and love. I'm going to live in honor. I'm going to live from the principle that the end does not justify the means. The means, when it's in truth and love, justifies the end and produces an end result of truth, of love, of health, of wonderful, meaningful, loving, intimate relationships, of success beyond my wildest dreams. So, Start living by the means, by the process, by the right now. Start acting in love, not trying to find love. And I guarantee you, love will find you. From God, from me, from Ken, from Johanna, from your friends and family, Because they'll be affected by the love that you are acting in the present moment toward yourself, toward them, and toward everyone else. And they'll be changed by it. And that love that you never could find when you were trying to find true love will find you. And it will be beyond your wildest dreams. And you'll wonder... How did I ever live any other way?